Today we're going to do a recap of the games that were played today. And the first game we started off with Chelsea and Plymouth, the FA Cup. There was a lot of FA Cup games today. Lately, big teams have just been having trouble beating these lower clubs. From the beginning of the game, for the first half, it was going to turn out like the Manchester United game. So these are like the stats of the game. Chelsea had 72% of the possession. Uh, the other team had 28 they had 41 shots, 11 on target. The other team had 11 shots, 5 on target. So that tells you how many chances they were creating. It's just they couldn't get their front three to really act. Mostly because Lukaku is just still in that cloud of, you know, the backlash he got from saying that he wanted to go back to Inter Milan and just ruining... Uh, I think he just ruined the whole team, the whole vibe. Like, I don't even understand the vibe anymore. This guy ruined it. I don't know, he's still in his head. He needs to get out. Even at some point in the game when Mason Mount didn't give him a ball or whatever, he looked terrible. He's like, oh, dude, why don't you give me the ball kind of side, you know? And Mason Mount literally came to him. He's like, hey, man, it's all right. Making it seem like even this guy has to come to him to be like, it's okay, dude. Just, I think people are just babying this guy. Hassan Adoy, I'm, you know, I'm always fascinated how much this guy plays. I, I don't see what other Chelsea fans see in him. I personally think Havre would have done a lot better. So back to the game. So the, the game starts. What is it? It's going. Chelsea's creating chances. And then like in eight minutes, immediately, they, they score. So now they're down a goal. Okay. And I'm thinking, what what is going on? You know, what, what's, what is this? And the game is going. They're creating chances. Literally the same first half Manchester United had. They're creating all these chances, but nobody dares to score a goal. So towards the end of the first half, luckily, Mason Mount gets a great cross. And then uh, the captain, out of all people, since the forwards are not scoring anything, the captain's like, I got this. So he just kind of back hills a goal, and now it's 1-1. So that's the end of first half. The second half starts, same predicament. Like, they just cannot score a goal. Lukaku is just... Well, I, honestly, the second half, he kind of got better. But not by much at all, okay? I guess they did him a favor not subbing him out. I guess that's just to show him, like, you know, how much trust they have in him. But anyway, I'm thinking, like, is this game going to go to extra time? And Alonzio was like, no, this is not going to go to extra time. The, basically, the two defense were like, we're not going to have extra time. We're not Manchester United. We're the real deal. Anyway, that was it for that game. The second game was the Fulham and Manchester City game. So, in that one, again... Right when the game started, Fulham scores a goal. Like, immediately scores a goal, and I'm just like, oh my god. Again, again, the same thing. But this is where champions are different from all these other wannabe champions, okay? They immediately, I mean like immediately, a minute maybe or two later, maybe four minutes, they got the goal back. They didn't just get the goal back. From that point on, in my opinion, it never looked like Fulham was going to come back. And as the game went on, Manchester City just keep, keep demolishing them. Like, these are the stats of the game. Manchester City had 61% of the possession. They had 19 shots, 6 on target. The other team had 6 shots, 3 on target. Okay? And, again, the lineup itself, clean. Like, this guy has cracked the code. He cracked the code on building a team who, if you take a player out, nothing changes. The second player can give you as much as the last player did. So it's quite rare to find that. There's not a lot of teams who have that this season. And this is the only team that has it. That's why there's no doubt they'll win the Premier League. They're probably going to win the FA Cup too. They're, they might even win the Champion League. Nah, they're not going to win the Champion League. 
So after that game, I went to Italy and watched the big derby, the AC Milan and Inter Milan. As you know, I think Inter Milan is going to win the league. So, but this was like a big, big game to see, you know, who's, who's the big dog? Who's the Milan that owns the city kind of vibe, right? So the game starts, Inter Milan, as I expected, they were dominating. They were creating, I don't know, literally, that, that's been the theme yesterday and today. It's just team dominating first half and just kind of lose everything, okay? So same thing here. The first half, it wasn't like chances after chances, but there was enough chances where they should have been up at least three goals by that first half. So this game was more about like Inter Milan controlled the first half, and then in the second half, it was all AC Milan. So these are the stats of the game. Inter Milan had 46 possession. AC Milan had 54 possession. And I think that 54 comes a lot from the second half. Because the first half, they were not. They were getting dominated. Inter Milan had 11 shots. AC Milan had 10 shots. Inter had 5 on target. AC Milan had 3 on target. So you can see how clutch they were. The starting lineup for AC Milan was pretty predictable. But the starting lineup for Inter Milan... You just don't know. Like, you really honestly don't know who's going to start up front with uh, Jekyll. And you don't know if Perisic is going to play or not. Because I personally think Perisic is, like, their best player. And the first goal that he scored just shows the class this guy has. It's a corner kick, and he comes all the way down to his leg and just one touches back into the net. Okay? So they scored the first goal, and they're still they were dominating the first half completely. So you're assuming that this game is probably going to end like one to nothing, the usual. As the game goes on, and right after that substitute happened, pretty much everything changed. I mean, the first goal that he scored, I don't even know how he's, that's that Lukaku, the, you know, the goal that Lukaku missed? That's the kind of goal that, you know, Giroud didn't miss. He scored. Even people are regretting letting Giroud go. Like this was Giroud's game. So really the takeaway from this game should be, it wasn't more about AC Milan beating Inter Milan. Well, it kind of is. But mostly because Giroud, this is Giroud. Giroud just became a legend in AC Milan. And that was about it. There's not much more to say that. Giroud's second goal was just insane. And I don't know how, the like the midfield, like I said, after they made the replacement, the midfield was nothing. I don't even know how they let Giroud get that second goal like that, you know? But it was beautiful. It was so beautiful. So congratulations to AC Milan. Now they're really challenging for the top. But, you know, for Intel Milan perspective, there's no reason to really get upset about this. This is, what, their second loss of the season? I don't think this changes much of anything, really. And the last game that I watched was the Sevilla and uh, Asasuna. Marshall finally started for Sevilla. And I don't know why I said finally. He just got here. So he started for Sevilla, and he was fine. I don't know. There wasn't much of anything special that he did. He was just there. And sadly, they didn't win. They didn't win mostly because they just couldn't score. Lately, they've been becoming the last 10-minute team, you know? Like PSG was doing at the beginning of the season. Same thing. The last few games, they keep winning a, like extra time, basically. So same thing in this game. Like 90 minutes of the game, they get a penalty. And it was a clear penalty. No argument about it. And you're thinking, in my mind, I was like, God, damn, dude, what the heck? It's over. It's over. This is they they win. I can't. It's over for them, because as soon as they were defending, they were giving their lives. They were working their ass off, and at the 90 minute, they get a penalty on them. So Rakitic steps up and he misses it, and the game is over, and they lose two points. And I'm as a Barcelona fan, 
don't know, I'm not really that happy because they're the only one who's close to challenging real Madrid, really. So I should really root for them to win. But either way, doesn't matter. I don't think Sevilla is going to challenge Real Madrid, really. I would prefer Sevilla keep losing so we can be in second place if it's possible. Because now the possibility is a lot higher with Aubameyang. But anyway, that's it. I'm out.